Hey, it's Anne-Marie and welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast. Now, this particular episode is one that I recorded for another one of my podcasts, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Now, if you're not already a listener or a subscriber, and if you're a coach or a consultant, you run a service-based business and you want to know how you can stand out, be heard, become that influential voice in your industry, the choice versus just a choice when your ideal client is ready to move forward, then I highly recommend you come across to that podcast as well because a lot of my guests and even my solo shows are very much focused around that business growth, particularly for service-based businesses, coaches and consultants, ambitiousentrepreneurshow.com. But I wanted to share that particular particular episode that I recently recorded for that show here on Women in Leadership because I know that there are quite a number of you who are leaders of your own business, leaders of your own consulting or coaching business and over the last number of years even though many of us do work with clients virtually and leveraging a lot of the tools and technologies that we have at our fingertips today, which are marvellous, podcasting being one, of course, things have gotten even more busier, even more cluttered when it comes to marketing online. So if you are someone that, like me, who is multi-passionate, we love learning, we've got many, many modalities and certifications under our belt because we just love to learn and apply things and have a you know an extensive toolkit to use with our clients. However, we can often get unstuck when it comes to being focused so much in our business and our business model, in our business message, so that we can speak specifically and directly and be heard and be seen by our ideal client. And that was something that I struggled with for many years as well, trying to focus just on one thing, almost impossible for us multifaceted you know, entrepreneurs who love to learn. So today's show is really very much focused on three things that'll get you more focused, more clients fast for your coaching business. So I wanted to share that with you today. So without any further ado, let's get on to today's show. This is Women in Leadership Podcast, featuring success insights from women around the globe. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, it's Anne-Marie and welcome to another episode. Just you and I hanging out today, don't have an interview or a guest for you. And this is actually also the very first show for 2022. So I can still wish you a happy new year and hope that this year is full of wonderful things for you, your business, and of course, your family. So yep, just you and I hanging out today. I want to talk about three things that'll get you more focused and ultimately more clients fast for your coaching business. In fact, the three things that I want to share with you today, I implemented in my business myself. And I have to tell you that it has been the one change that literally transformed the trajectory of my business. It's given me more focus. It's enabled me, all these things have enabled me to build the momentum that I needed. And it's enabled me to continue to build a strong and consistent reputation in the marketplace. Whereas before, if you're anything like me, and you can relate to being a multi-passionate entrepreneur, we love learning. So we're often enrolling in various courses that'll teach you new modalities to help your clients, new techniques to use with your clients, new things, you know, bright, shiny objects. We love them don't we? And uh, these 
these things can often keep us unfocused and doing new, 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 new things all the time and pulling us in all sorts of directions. And that was happening for me in my business. In fact, let me go a little bit down memory lane. The reason is that, you know, for so many coaches, you've got an incredible body of knowledge and experience. But if you're not able to get focused and clear yourself, it's very difficult for your ideal client to recognize that you have a solution for their particular challenge because of the fact that your message continues to be watered down. Or in my case, and what happened, your message continuously changes because it suits in my instance, the flavor of, well, this is what I'm doing now. So let's just go a little bit down memory lane to actually prove to you that once upon a time, and if I'm not careful, I can tend to go off in all different directions. So I was originally a career coach and I was in my career coaching practice for quite some time. And then I transitioned to business coaching, still helping businesses with personal branding and marketing and so forth, but not so much working with executives. Then I decided, well, you know what, I'm going to continue my NLP training that I was doing you know, within the career space. I'm going to up level that and I'm going to continue to use that with my clients who were coaches and consultants and sales businesses and helping them with mindset. And so then continue to develop my NLP, you know, neuro-linguistic programming. Many of you as coaches and entrepreneurs have heard of that and you may even be trained in that yourself so you know how um, it's a wonderful modality when used correctly. Then I happened to meet a colleague at an NLP coach meeting And she devised or developed a program that helped people stop smoking. I thought, that's interesting. I'd love to learn a little bit more about that. So she offered that to a small group of us. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do that. And so alongside all of the other things I did, I then went and started promoting the Stop Smoking Quickly program. I mean, when I look back on it, it just sounds hilarious. And I'm a little embarrassed to, to share that. But I just, uh, to show you that, you know, that there's a good idea. And I think, I can do that. That's interesting. Then I did a business coaching program because I thought, you know, I really do need to get more focused specifically on working more with service-based businesses because I looked back over my career coaching practice. And whilst that had been successful, it did take some time for me to get to that level of success and there were also some things that I recognized that had I done differently I would have changed the business model I would have set up systems and and the way in which I was working with clients far quicker and far sooner and far more differently so that I didn't burn out because I could see this happening in the career industry with my colleagues that they burned out because it's quite, especially if you're writing resumes, which is one of the things that I used to do when I was working in the career coaching industry. And that can wear you out if you're constantly day in, day out writing resumes because It can take hours, days sometimes if you're working with a CEO to write their resume. And so I thought to myself, if I learned what I know now as a career coach when I was just starting out, my business would have looked a lot different and I would have been able to scale. And we know scaling is when you're able to multiply the effectiveness of your time to work with more clients at the one time. And the only way that I knew to build and and expand my coaching business, my coaching practice in the career industry was to work with more clients but because I didn't have a scalable model I didn't have group coaching programs didn't have online programs and all of those things um, I was just left with increasing the the one-on-one clients and the resumes and I nearly burnt out which was one of the reasons I uh, 
transitioned from career coaching into working more with entrepreneurs. And that may reflect where you're at at the moment. You may be at a crossroads in your coaching business where you realize that the only way to build your coaching business is to take on more clients. But if you look at your schedule in your diary, you're exhausted already with the client load that you have and you may not even have any more hours in in your business. And so, you know, getting focused on the three things that I'm going to talk about will then allow you to look at how you're offering programs and what you can do differently to be able to onboard and work with more clients that doesn't necessarily need more time commitment from you. And you may also need to look at your pricing structure as as well. Just a few things that I thought I'd throw in there while uh, I'm going down memory lane of all of the things that I learned. Now, there were other things throughout the years that I had done and and followed and chased and launched. But I'm just giving you a bit of a a snapshot with kind of the the main things that really uh, took a lot of my, my attention. So many different focuses, but you can see that they had nothing really to do with one another. So what was missing was the focus needed to build the momentum, to build momentum that you need to build a business that you need year after year after year. The focus that you need to build a consistent message year after year after year. As you build your reputation as that trusted authority, and the focus that you need to offer programs and support to clients and that while your programs and how you deliver them may change such as maybe you're doing you know more private one-on-one clients and then you get to a stage where you don't really have the time or the energy to take on any more one-on-one clients but what you can do is create a group coaching program so you have more clients that you work with at the one time or you may begin to create a membership program and that enables you to work with even more clients at the one time because the way that it's structured and the way that uh, you know it's offered as far as the pricing is concerned allows more people to step in you can onboard more clients but what stays focused what stays the same what is consistent what is constant is the same message that you're sharing to your ideal client and your ideal clients stay the same as well So for me, it was all over the place. It was executives and then entrepreneurs and then people who were smoking. I'm like, I don't even know. That must have just been a brain fog, I think, when I decided to do that anyway. I did that for a little while and uh, packed that away in the box. Anyway, you know, focus and consistency over time is important. It's key. Focus, consistency, and time. It's a bit of a formula within that. But you can see it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to recognize it's, you know, you have to be focused, have to be consistent. And then there's that time factor as well. And all of those three things enables you to build the momentum that you need to continue growing your business year after year after year. And that was lacking for me in my coaching businesses for years. And then there was one other venture and this was really the last venture or the new project that had a really significant impact in in my life and in my business because that ended up after working for about 18 months, it was successful, we had a seven-figure pipeline and for reasons that I won't share, just know that that actually came to an end and I, I call that my worst business failure ever but that was actually the best thing that ever could have happened to me because it gave me the kick up the backside that I needed to finally get serious about getting focused and about what I was doing. 
you know, that's kind of my now worst business failure ever to best thing that ever happened to me. And you might have heard me share that story um, a number of times. And I continue to share that story because, you know, you may find yourself at the crossroads of something similar. Because often we do, you know, as multi-passionate people who love learning, there will come a time where if you're not building the momentum, if you feel like your wheels are spinning constantly and you're working hard, that's one thing that you are. You're ambitious, you're driven, and you will continue to get up and continue to move forward, continue to take action. I know that too, and that's exactly what I did till... I didn't anymore because I hit the wall and I hit it hard. And that's what I'm hoping to either avoid for you or if you are in that situation where you have hit the wall hard, there is hope at the end of the tunnel. Just pick yourself up, dust yourself off and implement and do the three things that I am going to share with you in a moment because that's exactly what I did. After my worst business failure ever, I was burnt out. I could see now that I was depressed. I could not write, could not put you know a program together and I just did not know what I was going to do moving forward. I needed to take some time out. So I joined a business mastermind group. It was kind of a local group where we would meet once a fortnight you know what we did? We spent four months working on three things that, as I said earlier, changed the the course of my coaching business because it enabled me to get really focused on what I wanted for my business. It's like, Anne-Marie, you need to put your big girl business pants on. This is either going to make you or break you and breaking me is not an option. So it's going to make me. It's going to help me focus my message. I have to focus my offerings, the projects that I take on. In fact, everything in my business needs to remain focused. And it has done so over the last five to to six years because of uh, these three things. And it's also helped me to remain focused on my professional and personal development that ensures that I don't enroll in, in courses and that have no relevance to where I want to go or where I want to be and that I can continue to learn and develop in areas that I know is also going to continue to support my clients as well. So I've raved on about what these things are for already and kind of building up the fact that these are so important, that they were significant and I know they're going to be significant for you too because if you're like me and a multi-passionate entrepreneur, you struggle to focus on just one thing, you love learning, you love trying new things, new creative projects, new journals, new notebooks, there's nothing better is there. You can still do all of that but, and I don't often use the word but, maybe you should say and, but an and, there's a focus there because everything you do is leading you in one direction. You're moving on one path that moves you forward in a consistent direction and that one direction rather than taking you off on all these different side roads, and you know what I mean, and that ends to a dead end or you know ends in something that you didn't expect and then you have to start the journey again. It's going to avoid doing that and you are heading in that one direction. And you most likely have heard about these things before. And when I share them with you, don't let the fact that you may have heard about them before or you may have even worked on them before, lead you to thinking, oh, you know what, I've already done that, Anne-Marie. hasn't really worked for me. It will work. And here's why. With so many more coaches now entering the marketplace due to what's happened in the world over the last number of years, the marketplace has become far more busier. 
has far more coaches now who are targeting your ideal client or who are sharing their message. And if you're not focused and clear, your message may just end up getting lost in the noise of all of these other coaches. And you may be very different. Your ideal client may be very different. And how you're sharing or where you're sharing, all of those different things may just continue to be the reason why your message isn't getting heard. And so that's why these three things are so very important. If you want to become the choice versus just a choice when your ideal client is ready to move forward, these things are going to be very helpful for you. They're going to be crucial because it's going to also help you to create a unique experience that resonates with your ideal client and that is uncopyable by any other coach. And having these three things are crucial in being your North Star, so to speak, because if you've got a project or an opportunity that comes your way, And you ask yourself, well, does it align with these three areas in my business and what I've, you know, documented and got clear on? Yes, it does. Fantastic. Does it align with where I want to take my vision? Yes, it does. Then fantastic. This may be something that you can consider. Is it aligned with the, you know, the 90-day goal that I'm working on at the moment? Yes, it does. Well, can it help me get there quicker? Actually, it will. Then it's something to implement. But... If the answer in any of those questions is no, then you know that it's going to be a distraction and, or it may not be, not now, but later so that you can shelve that till a later time. All right, let's dive in. Let's have a look at what these three things are that I spent four months working on, getting clear on, which changed the trajectory, the course of my business. It enabled me to get focused become known as a trusted authority in my industry, or build my client base of ideal clients. Number one, my vision. My vision. I got clear on my vision. And I love the description of a vision where it says a vision is more future focused. It's what the business stands for. And it's often your why. And and that's why I call it your North Star, because it's there. It's like you put a flag in the sand and say, this is my vision. This is where I'm focusing. This is where I'm directing my business. This is what I'm working towards. And if I look at my business again, and the vision for my business, this is something that I pencil, that I pen, that I wrote five, six years ago, and it has continued to be the same vision every single year. And my vision is to make a difference in the lives of one billion people. Now, you'll notice that it has a number in there. And often I've said this, one billion people, and a few people have said to me, how on earth can you impact the lives of one billion people? And how are you going to track that? Let me answer that for you. Now, I know that I cannot Well, maybe I can, but it's highly unlikely that I can impact 1 billion people on my own. However, I do know that if I continue to support my ideal client, who is a coach, who is a change maker, who wants to make a difference in the world with their message that they want to share, that they in turn will impact their community and their community will impact and continue to create ripples that make a difference in the lives of people they interact with. And all of those ripples continue to add up to the lives of one billion people. So that I know that if I stay true to my vision, everything I do will make a difference in the lives of my clients 
and my community and they in turn will make a difference in theirs and on and on it goes. It's like a ripple in a pond. As far as how can you kind of measure that, that's something that I'm not necessarily tied to. I mean, obviously, I'll be able to hear and get feedback from my clients and even, you know, sometimes from their clients of some of the impacts that is being made. But I know and I trust that if I continue to show up every single day and every decision that I make, every project that I launch, every program that I offer clients and my work with my clients, if I continue to make a difference in their lives, they will continue to move that forward and continue to make the ripples that we know will impact the lives of one billion people. Now I wonder, are you clear on your vision? Do you know what you're working towards? What are you focused on achieving in your business from your vision? Is it future focused and is it written and documented and clear enough so much so that it's exciting to you, it pulls you forward, it drives you forward Does it get you excited about it? So when you think about what you're working towards, that every project that you're doing is going to make a difference in the lives of others or whatever it is that your vision is. Does it get you up in the morning? Does it drive you forward? Because when I think of my mission, it does. To make a difference in the lives of my clients and my community, it pulls me forward. Even in situations where I launch a program or something doesn't work and I need to, oh, yo, 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 I need to problem solve that again. That's okay. Challenges happen. You know, things with that you launched didn't quite have the results that you wanted and that is okay. The disappointment is in that particular area and guess what? We can make changes. So the next time we take action, the next time we relaunch that or maybe we need to change our approach, guess what? The change is in that area but it's still leading us forward to the direction that we're heading to the vision. Even little mini steps, even if you've got to take a couple of steps back, but every little mini step, every step continues to drive you forward to that vision. That is how important your vision is. That then leads me to the second thing, which is your mission. Now, your mission is more the how, how you are going to achieve it because it enables your business to focus on here and now, and how and, and, and what your business does in order to achieve your vision. Does that make sense? So your vision is more future focused and where you're heading. Your mission is more right, what you're doing right now and how. How you're going to get to your particular vision. And so for me, my mission is change the world one message, one podcast at a time. Now, as I mentioned, I know that my ideal client is an ambitious coach. She's a change maker. He's a change maker who wants to challenge the status quo. So whether I'm sharing my message and content on a podcast or a live stream or on a podcast interview or in programs that I'm working on with my clients, it's focused. And I know that I'm changing the world, changing their world, changing my client's perspective with that message, with that insight, with that particular thing that I'm sharing, whether it be the message across social or whatever platform that I'm using or my podcast. And so it enables me then to ask myself when it comes, you know, to topic ideas, is this really going to be helpful for my client? Is it inspiring? Is it informative? 
Is it challenging the status quo? Is it making the 1% difference that I know will be the difference in my client, in my community's life? And if it's not, it doesn't get created. So let me ask you, are you clear on your mission? Are you clear on how you're going to achieve your vision? What you need to focus on doing each and every day so that you can continue to work towards, take step towards achieving your vision and directing your business to that vision and to that ultimate goal. Now that leads me to the third thing and the third thing goes hand in hand with the mission and the vision and again will help you become unique and uncopyable in the experience that you continue to create in your message. It helps you to maintain consistency in how you show up and ultimately how you engage with your community, with your clients and to create that unique consistent experience with your clients and that last thing the last third thing I want to talk about today is your core values and I'm sure you've heard of this before because you are a coach many of you are coaches who are listening to uh, this particular show and as you know your core values are the underlying beliefs that you hold near and dear their feelings their guiding principles they'll dictate your actions they'll dictate your behavior In fact, everything that you do and your core values do underpin everything that you do. And they're so important, in fact, that if there's a misalignment and one of your core values is not being met in your personal life or in the workplace or maybe there's a change in the workplace, this can cause a dissatisfaction, even if it was a job that you loved once before or a project you once loved before or something that you once enjoyed all of a sudden becomes something you don't enjoy and if there's an ongoing misalignment and you're not able to live out your core value it can continue to cause discomfort and if left unaddressed cause stress let me give you an example i used to do a lot of work with core values especially in the career industry because Often an executive would come to me and it would be something that's prompt them to make a decision because there was a in a job that they really just didn't like and it got to a stage where they just couldn't handle it any longer. Or there may have been a change in the workplace, change in leadership, change in focus, change in you know the way that they did work or change in client that changed the way the business was focused and the way the business operated that then became a misalignment with a core value. Let me give you an example. I had a client whose leadership changed, so her immediate boss changed, and her new boss said, you're no longer able to meet with existing customers. I only want you to go and meet face-to-face with new customers. This was a number of years ago when face-to-face was still okay. Uh, And so this really made her upset because she knew that the reason her clientele and her growth and her budgets and KPIs and so forth continued to be exceeded was because she continued to sew in 
to the relationships with existing customers. She cared about them. So she regularly would go and visit them. How are you going? Not to sell something, but how are you going? What are some of the things you're working on? Um, Can I introduce you to any of my network? Maybe some of the things that we're doing within our business can be of relevance and support to you. It allowed her to open the doors to future opportunities, but more so to really allow the customer to understand and know that he or she was a value and valued to her and the company. So when her new boss came to her and said, no, you don't need to visit those clients anymore because they're already clients. I just want you to go and meet with new clients because I want you to onboard, you know, onboard new clients. She just didn't like that. It just didn't fit because one of her core values was working closely with existing customers, customer relationships, connection. And there was a steady drop off in the customers that had been long term customers because they missed her. And, uh, you know, anyway, so she ended up leaving that role. And so for you, When you think of your coaching practice, there are ways that you are doing things that are founded, you know, the the foundation upon which is one of your core values or a number of your core values, those underlying beliefs that you have. So have you done it for yourself? Do you know what your five to seven core values are? A few of my core values, you know, integrity, and fun, and excellence. These are things that are all important. And not only do I have that core value, say of fun or integrity, I have a statement that defines what that core value is. And then I have a little paragraph, a short paragraph in each and every one of those core values to clarify and define why they're important and how we live these out daily in the workplace and how we show up. And so this is also handy, this document, uh, for when I'm onboarding team members. You know, let me give you an example. I'll I'll share three of them. Excellence, fun, and integrity, because those three are really important. So with excellence, the statement is, because delivering first-class outcomes and everything we do is of utmost importance. And then a paragraph around that is delivering excellence in everything we do is at the core of who we are. This encompasses showing initiative, displaying a can-do attitude, taking personal responsibility and ownership for our actions, while showing enthusiasm and going the extra mile in whatever we are called to do. That is what excellent means to me. It's what excellent means as a business. So my team, I know that uh, excellence is at the core of what they do, showing initiative, showing a can-do attitude, taking personal responsibility. If something happens, the buck stops with us individually. How can I be of better service? How can we make this right? You know, and showing up enthusiastically, going the extra mile, that's what excellent means to me. And obviously, you know, with the team that we onboard, that's important for them too. Fun. So the statement that qualifies that is because fun is essential for a happy and healthy life and business. And then the paragraph under that is fostering fun and enjoyment within our work and our approach to all we do enables happy, healthy and productive people 
and ultimately better outcomes. Yeah, there is just some things that we do, even if you're doing a task that you may not necessarily choose to do, how can we make it more fun? What can we do to to add a little bit of creativity around that so that it does become fun? Some of the things that I might do is set up little challenges, you know, timing challenges. And I think, how many things can I get done within this 15 minutes? Or if I spend five minutes focusing on that, how much can I get done? And I create a little bit of competition uh, against myself because I know that creates an element of uh, immediacy. You know, fostering fun and enjoyment, you've got to enjoy your work if you don't enjoy your work why on earth are you there there may be some instances where you're doing some tasks because it needs to be done and there's no one else to do it at that moment or there may be a season in your life where this is the only opportunity that you can do a project that you you've taken on but you know that it is a stepping stone to a bigger project a different project so there's different aspects of that but fun has to be there and lastly integrity here's the statement because Honesty, truthfulness and fairness is at the core of who we are and how we do business with others. And here is the summary statement. We believe that integrity should be deeply ingrained across everything we do because the reputation of being honest, trustworthy and delivering a high standard of excellence is everything. That's important. That is an absolute must-have Um, there is nothing (laughs) you know so we measure ourselves and we should we measure ourselves against our core values and 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 the actual core value along with the statement along with the how that is lived out is so important and so when you get clear on your core values your guiding principles a statement that validates what that core value is and then a paragraph that summarises how you will live that out, how you will show up and live out, express that core value. When you align that with your mission, your vision, your message, that's what's going to resonate with your ideal client. So there you have it, the three things that will get you more focused to get you more clients fast because when you get these things in place, as I said, your message will be consistent how you show up, the experience you create. And if, you're, if you've got a podcast as a way that you build visibility and your reach, you'll show up consistently on that. The message will show up consistently on that podcast and that you can continue then to speak into the lives of your ideal client. Consistency, focus over a period of time is what generates the momentum that you need. So get clear on your vision, get clear on your mission Get clear on your core values and then live them out every single day, every single year so that you can build the momentum you need to become known as a trusted authority in your industry. The choice versus just a choice with your ideal client. So let's make 2022 the year you get totally clear on these three things too and let that be what changes the trajectory of your coaching business too. Yes? Now, by the way, if you would like to get support on getting clear on your vision, your mission, your core values, this is just something that I teach and mentor inside my membership program, theinfluencealliance.com, theinfluencealliance.com. In fact, this is the business building and podcast launch and growth community for coaches and consultants. 
And so if you're a coach or a consultant and you're looking to build your business, take it to the next level. Maybe this year is the year that you want to launch your podcast. Or maybe you've already launched a podcast and it's just not generating the downloads, just not generating the leads, just not generating the visibility or the clients that you want. Guess what? This is what the Influence Alliance was created for, to help you build your business, help you launch your podcast, and then help you continue to grow your podcast as you continue to grow your reputation, build your reputation as a trusted authority in your industry, becoming the choice versus just a choice with your ideal client. So I'd love you to check us out, theinfluencealliance.com. It may just be the missing piece in support and content and training that you need to take what you're doing to the next level so that you are that now seen and recognized as that trusted authority. Now, for some of you, you might want to do that or you may want to work with me privately or you may want to do both. But let's have a chat if you'd like to find out a little bit more about how working with me privately would look like. Just book an appointment on my calendar, annemariecross.com forward slash let's chat, annemariecross.com forward slash let's chat. Book a time in my calendar and I can't wait to connect and find out what plans and goals and vision that you have for your business and how I might be able to support you. Now, by the way, throughout this year, I'm going to be doing more solo shows. I love interviewing guests. It's a way that I learn. It's a way that I build my community. I use my podcast as a way to network and build relationships. But I also know that it's important for me to build a relationship with you too because you may be looking for a solution that I offer or information that I have to share that may be the difference and making a difference, you know, one message, one podcast at a time. So I need to live that out uh, more fully and I will continue to do that and bring some solo shows. And there may be a topic that you would like me to cover. There may be something that you've been thinking about for some time and think, I would love to get an answer to this. This is something that I've been struggling with for years. Email me at podcast at annemariecross.com, podcast at annemariecross.com. Let me know what that topic is. And uh, I will make sure that I'll plan a show ahead and get that answered for you. Or maybe there's a guest out there that can certainly support you. And I can't create content unless I know the topics that you are more interested in. And if you've enjoyed the show, love for you to leave some feedback over on Apple Podcasts. Maybe you've got a friend or a colleague who is a coach who may be starting her business or maybe has been in business a while but just not building the momentum and all clients that she should be getting or he should be getting, share today's show, would you? Go ahead, share it with them, and that would be so appreciated. And as always, I appreciate you as well for being part of our audience, being part of our community. I look forward to helping you grow your business, becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry, that choice versus just a choice with your ideal client. Bye for now. This podcast is brought to you by TheInfluenceAlliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.TheInfluenceAlliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's TheInfluenceAlliance.com forward slash podcast series.